welcome to the Daring Designers Club. If you're listening, you are now a member. And listening along to the podcast, you're going to hear all about running a successful, sustainable design business, which doesn't just keep your bank balance happy, but also makes you a happy business owner. We're going to talk portfolios, design process, pricing, clients, admin, marketing, and everything that goes into running a design business, as well as mixing in some interviews with design experts who've done it all before. I can't wait to help you with any topic you need a boost with. And if you want to hear more from me, head to at GattoWeb on Instagram or GattoWeb.com where you can find more resources for designers in the form of workshops, blog posts, ebooks, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am carrying on talking about sustainability and more importantly in today's episode, unsustainability. I'm going to be talking today about some more unsustainable practices that you might be experiencing within your business that we can evolve from and move away from to help create a more sustainable business, a more consistent business and a more joyful business. Before I jump into the episode, I just want to share once again that my group program for designers, the Clubhouse, is opening in September. There's a couple of weeks left of being able to join the waitlist, so I will add a link to that in the show notes. The Clubhouse is my group mentoring program where I help designers book their services in advance and make consistent monthly income, and I really want to help people create a dream design business that has flexibility, security, and where you can build full confidence in yourself as the creative expert. In the program, I have helped people reach increasing income goals, remove overwhelm and burnout from their business, create much more consistency with marketing, booking clients, booking dreamier clients, and then making that shift from freelance to confident creative expert. I'm so excited to open up the program with an exclusive bonus this time, which is a booked out services planning session. So we'll sit down together and plan out your client schedule, your pricing, your services, so you can move forward and start booking clients in advance straight away. Like I said, that is only for people who joined the waitlist. So I will add the link to join that in the show notes. And now I'm going to get into today's episode. Like I said, I'm talking about unsustainable practices to evolve from in your business. The reason that we have some of these unsustainable practices is a lot of the time when we're starting a business, when you know we get to the point where we want to take our business full time or grow our business, we get to a point where we're really taking it seriously. Sometimes we take on methods, we put things into place that just help us get things done or move to the next step. And that is absolutely fine when you're in that position. It makes total sense for when you are in a position where you're getting things off the ground and you know you have to do anything to get to that point um, to be doing things that are a little bit less sustainable that you don't necessarily want to be doing when you're a few years down the line and you know making your business more sustainable, a more secure job, more long lasting as well you know, some basic things that I won't necessarily mention in this episode, but I think I've definitely mentioned before. 
I definitely have mentioned before, um, are things like working really long hours. You know, a lot of us will work some evenings and some weekends, especially if we're working a full-time job alongside our business as well. That isn't necessarily a sustainable thing to do. And you will know that that's not something that you want to be doing long-term. So we want to evolve from these practices that make our business generally less sustainable moving forward. I'm going to focus on four things that I see as like the biggest areas of unsustainability in design businesses with the designers that are in the clubhouse, my one-to-one mentoring clients. These are things that I see quite consistently and are also things that I have definitely had within my business as well that I have found have have had the biggest impact. You know, once I've moved away from these elements, from these practices in my business, I've seen the biggest difference in how sustainable my business can be. So I'm going to start with one that I have spoken about before, which is perfectionism. Perfectionism is such a drain on sustainability in your business and it's also so hard to move away from. We're all generally creative people. A lot of people who start a business as well are, you know, are perfectionists in general because, you know, you're creating the perfect job for yourself. So perfectionism tends to be quite deep-rooted in our businesses and like I said, especially in a creative business like design. It can look like spending hours and hours creating your content, writing content, making the perfect graphics, scheduling things for the perfect time, you know, making your marketing this really, really long, laborious task. It could look like constantly tweaking your website or your services before you've put them live, before you've even put it out into the world. It could look like getting to a really great concept with your client, but continuing to work on it constantly for hours or days to get it to a place where it feels absolutely perfect before you send it off. And it could even look like being in a position where you feel almost frozen or stuck by your own perfectionism because you find that you can't get things done without them being perfect. Obviously that final result is incredibly unsustainable and that's something that you can notice but it could be that you've not quite got to that place yet but you are still doing the previous things or other things that mean that you're spending hours and hours or extra days in your work week getting things done that could realistically take a lot less time and this is really the first step I think to get past when it comes to creating a more sustainable business. I found as soon as I managed to do the tasks that previously took me hours and hours and hours in you know much much less time. For example I know I can schedule all of my Instagram content in a couple of hours you know once a week and that's for three different Instagram accounts. I know that that's something I can do now by moving past my own perfectionism and knowing what level of you know standard I am happy to put things out at. That is something that used to take me probably a few days and so I would just put that task off because it took so long and I was so like I said stuck by not making things perfect that I really struggled just to do that I do think marketing is a really big area where we can be we can have this as an element within our business but like I said it can also come up in your own you know business design or anywhere within your own business your process and in your client work as well 
But this is an area where if you can evolve past being a perfectionist, if you can allow things to not be perfect, if you can move past your need for things to be 100% and instead settle at, you know, 80% or 70%, that's where you can start to really grow your business because you're not being held back by these tasks that either take you hours and hours or days and days or you're stopped from doing because you want to make them perfect and you can just get things done and move to the next step and there's I think that attitude of being able to complete tasks and move on is a really strong one to have it's a really strong skill to have in your business and it's something that I really love about where I am in my business right now and feels really sustainable moving forward. I do have um, a podcast episode specifically on perfectionism Um, I think it's episode 38, just had a quick look, um, is perfectionism stopping your business growth? So if you do find that this is a particular sticking area for you, I would really recommend um, listening to that particular episode. Even if you've listened to it before, if you're still finding that's an area that you struggle with, um, feel free to go back and have a listen again. I think I shared some tips in there to help move past perfectionism, almost like a little bit at a time as well, because it's obviously not something you can just do overnight. My second unsustainable practice to evolve from is to do with processes and doing everything within your process manually. So this means no systems, no automation, or even, you know, some systems, but not using them in the most efficient way. I think sometimes we set systems up and feel like that's the end goal. So we can have things like Dubsado or we can have Asana or any, you know, project management tool. And we think because we have it, we have the automations in place. But then you start doing things like making manual proposals and setting up your contracts manually and your invoices and sending every email um, typed out from scratch, not having any templates for certain parts of your design process, posting every single piece of content on the day instead of scheduling things in advance. So all of these things can be a real drain on our time and a real drain on our energy as well. And I guess it's the the energy side of it that I think is more valuable to preserve because as soon as you find yourself draining energy that could be used elsewhere, that's really the bit that becomes unsustainable. And yes, it's not very sustainable to be taking a lot of time on things that you could do quicker. You know, that's kind of relating back to my previous point as well. However, energy is so important in your business and having enough energy, preserving that energy in in areas that you can so you can use it elsewhere to be creative and to be in control and to put everything you can into the areas that need it is so, so important. And for me, I don't want to be spending a good amount of my energy on writing emails when it could be used going into my design work and coming up with new ideas and being creative. I don't want to use my energy creating manual proposals and manual design concept presentations if I can actually spend it going into those concepts and into the project where that energy is the most valuable. So any level of, you know, a lack of automation, if you find yourself doing something manually a few times, you can then automate it, even without the systems, even without having all of these things set up. You can definitely find areas where you can pull back on the energy, pull back on the time, 
and start doing everything from scratch so you can preserve that energy, you can preserve that time and you can put it into areas that need it more. Again, I do have another episode on this that was a more recent one, I think episode 47. Um, I shared a few quick process tasks that can save you quite a lot of time and energy. So again, have a look there if you need a hand um, with, you know, setting up some automations or at least taking some manual work off your plate. The third unsustainable practice to evolve from is a feeling of needing to constantly grow And I have 100% been guilty of this myself. I think it's maybe just a a stubborn mindset from having a business possibly, or, you know, being a person that likes achieving things and likes to do better and be better consistently. I think that can really come into our business in a way that is actually holding us back. There's nothing wrong with being ambitious. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be high achieving and wanting to move forward. Absolutely not. Like that's an incredible trait to have as a business owner, um, especially when we are a bit more creative and when we prefer to lean on the creative side of things. If you are also very ambitious, then it's a great balance to have because it helps with the business side. However, businesses have to go through different seasons and different um, different phases And to be in a period where you constantly want to grow and constantly want to evolve is unsustainable unless you want to be, you know, so just, I I will edit this out, but it took me like a full minute to think of a billionaire. But if you want to be a billionaire, I don't think it's necessarily the best goal to have, (laughs) but unless that's your goal, there's no need to constantly be in a season of growth. This can look like, you know, goals that are constantly changing, constantly moving your goalposts further and further away, focusing on that growth instead of expanding your foundations and laying really solid foundations in your business, having a mindset that you're never in the right place, always feeling like there's something that's not working in your business and not being able to settle where you are before needing to move on. I think if you just think long term, the reason I mentioned, you know, unless you want to be a billionaire is because if you sit down and think of where your business can take you long term, you don't need to be in a season of growth constantly. If you want a business that's going to last a long time, that's absolutely fine. And you have plenty of time to get to those, you know, big, exciting, out of currently out of reach goals And the best way to get to those goals, to get to those big, you know, whether it's having an agency, whether it's earning a certain amount of money, whether it's being able to work just a few days a week, whatever your goal looks like, if you think forward to when you want that goal to to happen, we have the time to get there. You don't have to be growing. You don't have to be scaling at all times. And if you are in that mindset all the time, that's not an easy mindset to be in. We don't always want to be in this process of like bigger and better and more because that makes us feel like things aren't working. What I said then was like the mindset of constantly feeling like you're not in the right place. That's the mindset we can find ourselves in when we do feel like we have to be consistently growing and consistently scaling. We always feel like we're on wobbly ground or we're not on solid foundations My most impactful seasons in my business are often the ones in between the growth phases where I can settle into what I've done already, 
I can settle into what's happening in the business. I can feel really connected to everything that I'm doing, the work that I'm putting in place, the marketing that I'm doing, the clients that I'm working with, the processes that I have. I can really take all of the information in and take note of what possibly can change, what maybe isn't working 100%, but I can also take note of what really is working and what really feels like a good fit for me as a person and feels like something I would love to consistently be in the business. And they're not things I would be able to take note of if I was in that scaling mindset all the time and in that growth mindset. These periods of almost like steady steadiness and contentment are also the areas where I have time to lay more solid foundations in place that help me be ready to evolve when the time is right, when I do want to scale, when I do want my business to grow. And having those foundations I find is one of the things that's made my business the most sustainable that it can be because I have been able to do things like put my processes in place, learn how to set boundaries, spend time becoming a better designer, working on my mindset and my confidence. There are so many things that I can only do in a season of calm that really help me have a business that I know is going to last me a lot longer in the future versus growing and growing and growing without having those foundations backing me up. The work doesn't stop, the goals don't stop, but it's a different type of work and it's a different type of mindset to be in. And it's a lot easier, it's a lot calmer to be in a mindset of, okay, I am. this is what's happening right now. How do I make this period that I'm in as best as it can possibly be before I start moving to the next step? The final unsustainable practice to evolve from is avoiding change. This is interesting (laughs) relating to the previous point, but change doesn't always have to look like growth. And I think we sometimes get into this cycle of thinking that change means bigger and better, but change needs to happen all the time and consistently in your business. You have to be flexible. It's one of the things I mentioned in my previous episode about my sustainability lessons from 10 years in business, I was talking about how you have to be flexible and you have to be open to change to help your business move with the times. Being avoidant to change can look like um, resisting new methods, new platforms, resisting any changes to your pricing or your services or your own business branding, just avoiding any type of change within your business. The times that I find this the most relevant is when your business feels like it's going really well. This is when I have been the most avoiding, you know, the most avoidant of any type of change or flexibility in my business. Because when things are going really well in your business, and not to say that you shouldn't like sit and enjoy that time, because you absolutely can. And usually the change isn't coming within, you know, a week or a a month. It's just being open to change when it's necessary. But when you're in that time of everything going well and feeling like it's working, it can feel a little bit like a tower of cards that, you know, you just don't want to topple. You don't want to disrupt anything. You don't even want to slightly shake the ground because it feels like any slight change will topple the tower of cards over. And then that's it. Things aren't going well anymore. But if you stay stuck what's going to happen is the landscape around you with will change 
And that tower will end up wobbling anyway because things around you are changing and you aren't able to move with those times. You aren't able to make the changes that are necessary to move with a different economic landscape or different trends within the design industry, different trends within the business, the online business side of things. I heard a quote recently that I really loved, which was, the strongest trees move with the wind. I really love that because it is so relevant. It actually makes sense, which is very different from a lot of my other analogies. But also, it's so true in that the businesses that are consistent and sustainable are the ones that are able to be flexible and move with any type of change. And so being open to change doesn't necessarily mean you have to be updating things every five minutes or trying every single new marketing platform, but it just means that when change is necessary is necessary, and when things open up for you that allow different opportunities, it's just being open to those things and imagining what it could look like if your business takes these things on. So I'm going to leave this episode there. Just a little reminder that there is now only, I think, a week and a half to join the waitlist for the Clubhouse. If you're curious about learning more about the Clubhouse as well, I do have a few podcast episodes about all about the program and what is included in there and also some common questions. So if it is something that you're thinking about, um, feel free to head over to those episodes and have a listen as well. If you're listening to this, you're probably a podcast person. So I wanted to have some podcast episodes just to cover everything in there. And like I said, I'll add the link in the show notes. As mentioned in the past couple of episodes, I am currently on a bit of a business break. I always have August off my business. So as this episode goes out, I am probably not doing anything too exciting, but I'm not necessarily working. So um, feel free to jump over to the Daring Designers Club on Instagram and drop me a message and I'll get back to you when I am back. And in the meantime, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be back next week with another one. Bye. Bye.